0: And we are back with another episode of from the Rafter seminar here recording on Thursday, March 24th. Uh, and the Celtics are good. I mean, uh, the, the good Celtics have officially outweighed the bad Celtics in terms of games played. Um, and the bad Celtics were a 500 team. And in the grand scheme of the NBA, that's like, it, it's bad for the Celtics, but it's an average team. And when you combine that with the ridiculous, like above expectation Celtics, that's been the second half of the year. They're one and a half games out of first place, tied with the Milwaukee Bucks and the 76ers I believe, who are all one and a half games out. Actually, I think they're tied for third. Milwaukee's one game back.
1: No, um, no, no, no. It's 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 all three. Milwaukee, by the time people are listening to this, so it's Thursday afternoon, Milwaukee will play Washington tonight and right. they're heavy favorites. So, by the time you listen to this, they very well could be Probably, above or yeah. below, you know, you never know. Maybe that man True. Porzingis uh, pours in a bunch of points tonight, right? Battle you never of know. the Europeans. Him and Giannis.
0: But regardless, Celtics have a serious shot at first place, second place, third place in the Eastern Conference. Which, if you had told me in February or in January, I would have laughed at you, and I'm sure Sam would have laughed at you as well. Um, it's kind of crazy the turnaround yeah. they've gone on. That's not news to anybody. Me saying that isn't like some, you know, a revelation. A, releva- a revelation. Sorry. Um, it, it's just like I don't even know what to say anymore I was telling sam before the show like I don't even know what to talk about today because they've just been that dominant like it, it's tough to find topics and obviously we have some stuff like it, it, it planned to talk about later but like they're so good that it's tough for me to find things to like discuss because they're they're just dominating teams it's not close they just took down the jazz with the best offense in the nba they they've won their last five games by something like a combined 20 points or 20 points a game they just took down the nuggets they took down the warriors they dominated both of those teams and they sprinkled in wins over the thunder and kings in there too took care of business i I don't like they're just the best team in the nba right now
1: yeah and for those listening that don't do their own show It is very difficult to do shows when they do well because when they're bad, you know, we can just say, we don't even need to have anything, you know, planned out. We just come in and say, ah, we're angry. We're angry. We're angry. This guy sucks. This, that guy sucks. This is the problem. This is the problem. Now they're winning and it's great. I mean, and that's really, there's not so much to say about it. It's fantastic. And there's really not a lot more they can do right now than just keep smashing teams. And that's what they're doing. I mean, if you really want to get into it, it seems like they're getting even better. Like, they were, they have been great since, yeah. you know, mid-January. But really, like, okay, they were great that month. They won a bunch of games. Then they only lost once or twice in February. And now they've only lost once in March. But the wins are getting more dominant. Like you said, they're dominating these teams. And by that, we mean, like, they're not even letting these games get close after it's they not blow close. them open. And they're, they're
0: good teams. Like the Jets yeah. are a really good yeah, team. No, no, no.
1: They're, they're like earlier this year, you know, we would do these shows or the pregames. And, I, you know, Jack was more optimistic than I was at first just because I love to get optimistic about this team. And early in the season, you know, they started slow and then they went like eight and three or something. And I was like, all right, they figured it out. And then they hadn't. And I was like, I'm not going to be fooled again. So I kept saying, Okay, yeah, you're beating these teams past an exam. There was a stretch where they played well, and then they dropped a game to Charlotte, who at the time was above them, I think, in the standings. So I was like, "All right, you got to beat these teams that are above you in the standings." Okay, now they're just smashing everybody. Like even like Golden State Curry went down, so that is the little caveat to that win. Mm-hmm. Sacramento well, bombs. They were dominating before they Curry were went out down. ahead of that game. Before Curry went down, the only thing that kind of makes it. Uh, different to me is that I mean the Warriors did kind of battle back in that game and they didn't have Curry so he could have helped their charge back but besides that okay Denver they go in there they blow them out it really doesn't get close again OKC they blow them out for the most of the time but then they start screwing around because it's OKC Utah. (laughs) Utah it they went up 10 early and I don't know if it ever got back to single digits like in the first quarter in the first six minutes before they missed a shot they were up 10 and Typically, when a team is shooting like that and they don't miss, Turns there is off. always that shell shock when they come back down to earth and they. It's not so much that they, even if they go from shooting hundred to shooting just fifty percent, they fall off. The other team typically will come back and make it a game. That didn't happen against Utah. They yeah. dominated that game. Grant Williams comes in, gets three fouls. Tice comes right in and balls out. I Dominates. mean, the Celtics. He, he had saw the... his block,
0: right? His block oh, against, yeah. who was it? Oh yeah, I watched Garson? the whole game. Yes, so sick, so
1: sick. Scal with a nice Seinfeld reference. Uh, very well done by Scal. Not something we say a what lot. What was but, it? Uh, Did I miss it? No soup for you, the soup Nazi. Ah, uh, yeah, German. Yes. Um, uh, I appreciate that. But he was really great. He got a standing ovation, which I enjoyed from the fans. I I love when the fans give, uh, props to the players. I, I don't think you get that everywhere. But it's like they have recognized when you're doing a good job. Like, for example, uh, I went to the Mavericks game and there was a possession where Rob denied Luca the ball, the whole possession. And people were like pumped. Like they were like giving him like a hand. Like that was awesome. So, and
0: yeah. Go ahead, speaking Jeff. of Scal, I was just going to say Scal put it best. They're just embarrassing teams like that. That's what it is. They're embarrassing the entire NBA right now. They dominated the jazz. Like when's the last time the Celtics had a close game? It was probably the maps, right? When they lost lost. outside of that, that is like, no, let's not act
1: like they haven't won close games during this stretch. You know, they beat Brooklyn. That was an awesome win, right? Um, So close. That was a great game. They have won close games since getting hot. Let's not act like they they can't do that like that that was one of the first things i remember being like you know like i think it was chicago they beat in chicago they didn't even have everybody playing they still had DeRozan, but like caruso was out obviously lonzo was down there was a bunch of guys without that were not playing and i was like yeah but like that is a game they would never win like they they finished the game on an 8-0 run that was something that was like a little bit of an eye-opener to me i was like oh boy like you know that, that's a real win. They they beat Charlotte in a couple close games at the garden, or they won one close game at the garden. They lost the other one, but the one they, the second one they won was close. Like they're, they have figured out how not to crap themselves in the fourth quarter. And the stats uh, shout out. Jack will tell you that they, their net rating in the fourth quarter is what? Like 13.2 positive. Some, something sure. around there. It's like ridiculous. First in the NBA, I think in the fourth quarter,
0: Tatum I did, I has
1: thought, Go ahead.
0: Sorry. Go ahead. No, you finish. You finish.
1: Tatum is like picked it up to another level. Uh, they, they just put Pritchard in there and he shoots a bunch of threes in the fourth quarter and they seem to all go in now. It's fantastic. I'm very happy for Pritchard just because uh, he really had a good season. Last season, people were impressed by him and he was kind of relegated to what he called a red shirt ear behind Schroeder when he was here. And now that he's got an opportunity. He's picked up right where he left off. And that's, great to
0: see yeah the celtics have only played five clutch games since the start of february they're three and two in those games i believe it's the mavericks and probably the pistons game yeah um but other than that three wins i think that's brooklyn the other pistons game maybe and then i think the hawks maybe was the hawks within five at the end close to the end there Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. Or the Nuggets. It might have been the other Nuggets game where they saw this. It might
1: have been the other nuggets game. It was that. That was but
0: regardless is what I'm saying. They haven't had to be in clutch games. Like I understand that's a very specific element of the game, but they they just haven't had to do that because they're dominating from the jump. And then the fourth quarter, their net rating is like Point two, but that's only because half the quarter they're playing their bench warmers, right? Because they're not playing their that's real. That's what team their net rating quarter. is. Is point two in, in the fourth quarter since? Oh wait, that might be on the season. Let me look. On the season, their net rating is 0.2 in the fourth quarter, but that's just that's the whole season since the start. Well, when they crapped themselves
1: in the fourth quarter for absolutely. Exactly. The season,
0: do you so. want do you want to start in the new year or do you want since February? Those are the
1: uh, two. Do since years. like uh, January sixth since since the Knicks thing since they lost.
0: January sixth, okay. I believe that uh,
1: was like a date that was thrown around.
0: Since January sixth, they have the fourth best fourth quarter net rating. At Try the seventh.
1: I, I don't know which day the Knicks game was on. Yeah. If
0: you start after that, it's probably since the better. seventh. Since the seventh, it jumps to ten point three. Since then. there you so, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that was the um, day. Which is third best in the NBA uh their defensive rating is third best in the nba and their offensive rating is seventh best in the nba that's the sneaky thing we t- and I'll, I'll pivot here a little bit we talk a lot about the celtics defense and how it's been the catalyst which it has it's been phenomenal it's the best in the nba um they're, they're the best defense in the league right now their offense during the stretch has been amazing it's been oh, yeah. so good and you can say oh that's just because jason tatum is popping off yes correct but The reason he's been able to do this is because not only has he adapted to be a better passer, the entire team gets Tatum in his spots to succeed, and then they do what they need to do when Tatum doesn't have the ball in his hands. Horford's making shots. Smart is making shots. Brown looked improved the past few games. He's getting to his spots when he needs to. Grant Williams is hitting shots. Grant Williams is cutting. Grant Williams is passing. Grant Williams is such an underrated focal point of this offense, even when he's not in the corner now. It's huge. Robert Williams can pass the ball. Derek Williams can drive and pass the ball. Every single player in the Celtics seven-man rotation can pass. Eight-man rotation, if you want to include Pritchard, because he's making all shots. Every single player in that seven-man rotation can pass, can cut, can shoot outside of Rob, and can do everything on the offensive uh, side of the floor. Not only that, but it complements Tatum so well that the Celtics offense has been phenomenal.
1: Yeah. I mean, going back to Grant, he has used how well he shot the three this season to his advantage. Now he's taking advantage of how strictly the defense has to play him. And he's getting himself to the basket. He's driving closeouts. This is things that we haven't seen him do on the Celtics yet. Like he's improving mid season. That's great. Pritchard, another guy mid season improving. And I mean, he was great going into the season. It was, I just remember talking about it on the podcast before the season. Like, in the preseason, he he and Neesmith balled out. Like, they were great. Obviously, in the summer league, Pritchard balled out. We knew that they were capable. Neesmith has not shown it yet, but that is what it is. I mean, I still feel like he might be all right if he's given a consistent opportunity. Because, like, you can say the same thing for Pritchard. Before he was getting consistent minutes, he really wasn't doing much. But now yes. that he is, he's really picked it up. And he's become a reliable three-point shooter. He he's made like think seventeen of his last twenty four from what I saw on Twitter. Like he is knocked down, you can rely on him. He can create his own shot from three, and he really isn't even that much of a weak spot on defense. He's not elite or anything, but he grinds enough to where he's not getting picked on. He's not Yet. going to be a chink in the armor for the defense. And besides him, there really is no weak spot. Everybody Dude, is firing God, just... it on all cylinders. On defense, including Tatum, who has picked up everything in the second half of the season. And he's a huge reason, not only that they're winning more games, but for that fourth quarter net rating. There was a lot of times early in the season that we were in these pods saying, what the hell is going on the fourth quarter? Why can't somebody figure it out and put the ball in the basket? Because it wasn't even really their defense that was killing them. Well, there were some like the Chicago game they shot.
0: Yeah. Like
1: (laughs) almost perfect in the fourth quarter. But. The Celtics couldn't buy a basket in the fourth quarter. A lot of the times, now they've figured it out. Going back to that Nets game, that is like win of the year. You beat a Nets team with Kevin Durant firing on all cylinders that day. They had Kyrie playing like they looked good. That's the team you're going to see in the playoffs if you know you draw them and you beat them. Not only did you beat them, you beat them in a close game, and you made baskets down the stretch. You didn't just scrape by by getting lucky that they didn't score you put that game away the only game since then that you can really point to say wow they didn't execute in the fourth quarter was the mavericks game which they lost but that was an all that was just an off day it really was and it was an anomaly the kevin garnett day was that day obviously everybody kind of around the team was kind of hopped up that day those guys probably had a little bit of nerves i mean and as much as it
0: as much as it was an off day, they only lost by three points, and an off day plus Luka Doncic on the other side of the floor. Like, I mean, that, that that's what it is. And obviously, that's not an excuse. Um, they're gonna have to pick it up in the playoffs. But I, I take that with a grain of salt. That was a good team. Also, I apologize if I sound stuffy. My I can't breathe out of my nose right now. I, I have allergies. It happens. It ha- you know what you gotta do is
1: Terrible. you you uh, you put those vitamin C tablets I in your knew- waters. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no shot.
1: I don't even drink them that much, really. I just kind of drink a lot of water and I do all right, but
0: I'm gonna need to drink some more water. But uh, anyways, what else I was gonna say? Celtics' net rating in general since that January 7th game you were talking about is first in the NBA and it's not close. they're they're at 13 point7 for a net rating. The Suns are second at 9.2. And after that, it drops down to the Timberwolves at 7.1. The Celtics are in first and have over double or almost double the net rating of the third best net rating. It's like they're dominating. They're the best offense by over four defensive rating points. And they're the fourth best offense in that time span behind only the Timberwolves, Suns and Nuggets. They're the best team in basketball and it's not close and if you yeah. again if you had told me this a month ago i would have thought you're crazy um
1: that them losing they're yeah. not losing they're they're three and two in clutch games which they would have been 0 and 5 in you know like november yeah is the only thing and and that's not their fault they're not in a lot of clutch games i mean you can win a championship if you blow everybody out every night in the playoffs yes, it just typically can. doesn't happen that that way i'm sure they'll be prepared when the time comes for that but i mean I and mean, keep steamrolling teams. We don't care. We just sit here and watch. I lose $5 just to ensure myself a good and I'm so addicted to them winning now to where like you gotta stop they making the
0: bet.
1: I don't care. It's only 5 bucks. It's worth it. If they lose, like it's really worth it because the odds are so skewed now. Like if they lost yesterday, I would have made $125 <laughs> off of 5. Um and I'm so addicted to the winning now that I feel like I will be crushed with a loss. Yeah. I'm just addicted. It's like, this is like a cross sport reference for those. Of you don't get it. Liverpool. Ahead, they, they me. like never lose. They're competing for the title in the premier league this year. They're like one point behind Manchester city. It's unreal. Redford's like they, they just don't lose. They, they don't Redford's lose. Gone. Like these teams don't lose. Neither the Celtics. Like I'm, I get the same high that I get from watching Liverpool now, knowing they should win every single game that I do watching the Celtics. And that's not something I can say that we've really felt as fans in a very long time.
0: Yeah. And it's it's better because it's it's a crushing loss when they lose, but it's not an angry loss. Like, you're just upset. You're like, damn, they should have had it. It's not like I'm not mad at them when they lose. No, anymore. I mean, you can, you can lose every
1: once in a while now. I mean, I mean it, now we're, under the circumstances where we can get into this in a minute, yeah. you're competing for the top seed which is a very real possibility now even though like it's probably less real than everybody thinks because it's not like it's just the celtics that are one game or one and a half games behind miami like it's three different teams so not yes. only are you trying to yes. catch miami but you also have to be better than those other teams like there's a which lot more that goes into it which, which is, is very possible.
0: possible
1: but you could realistically get the first seed so now you're if you're goal is that which not every fan's goal may be that for you know the matchup reasons but if it is every loss is gonna hurt you're like damn like i was mad yesterday because um brooklyn lost but charlotte and atlanta both lost like those two teams missed a huge opportunity to get closer to the nets because they lost not only they lose they lost to bum teams. charlotte lost to the knicks Mm -hmm. or the pistons and then atlanta lost to the knicks or it, it, Those were the four teams involved, I promise you.
0: Hornets got a big game coming up. Uh, they, play the next so. they, they play the Nets. They play the Nets
1: on Sunday, and they are going to get the absolute crap kicked out of them because that is the first day where Kyrie's going to play there, and they're going to have a big you know, celebration. He'll probably get a standing ovation when he comes on. I mean, you name will, it, they're going to serenade that guy.
0: I will say, though, I'd kind of rather the Nets stay at eight. Because if the Celtics are fighting for one, right, which they have a chance at, the Nets are probably going to beat the Raptors, I would argue, even if it's uh, in Toronto. I, I, don't, I, don't, well, care. I, I don't care. I th- I think if it's
1: in Toronto, you have more of an uh, unknown. It's more yes. of a variable.
0: Which it will be in Toronto. Yes. However, however, big game tonight between the Cavs and the Raptors. Sam. Yes,
1: yes, yes. So, you you it, want... If well, me personally, I want the Cavs to win. I do. I I want the Cavs out of the play-in. Why? Why? Because if the Celtics end up third, they play the Cavs.
0: See, but I don't think the Celtics will end up third. I think they'll end up one or two at this point. I'm so okay. I'm
1: well. I'm very sad. Even then, I don't think Cavs are going to be Brooklyn.
0: <laughs> and I don't and either. But we if we if can Celtics get, get one, into this. You know what I'm saying? Well, if the Celtics it, get one, it just the Cavs, You don't. You don't yeah. know. It's
1: I don't I don't know where Brooklyn's going to be. This is and there's a lot of people out there that says we we shouldn't even care about this. And I'm not sure how much the only reason I care about it is less that I don't think the Celtics can beat Brooklyn. I just don't think you want to start off a playoff run in a grueling series and then play in a tough Eastern Conference where there's a lot of other good teams.
0: But I will say I agree with the sentiment that just win. Like, don't Mm. like just win games. Yeah, I'm on that train now as well. Don't. And I don't think the Celtics are it have the mentality of, okay, let's drop this game so we can fall in seating. Because based on the way they're playing, they're just blowing teams out. The they Celtics are win. playing
1: golf right now. They're playing golf. They're, <laughs> and what I mean by that is they're just competing
0: with themselves.
1: They're, they They yeah. are going out every night, and mm-hmm. they are seeing how they can improve, how they can set a new course record. Like, they want to, I'd imagine the goal every game is to hold the team that they play against to the least amount of points possible which is why Pritchard was, you know, clamping up Jordan Clarkson up 25 with, like, no time left. And then seeing how many you can score. Like, this has become yeah. a game inside the game to the Celtics. At least I feel like. And it is a fan watching, that has become the game to me. I'm like, all right. Like, the OKC game, like, yeah, sure, they won, but they really didn't have – it wasn't that great of a win, right? Like, you should have held them to less than 100 or whatever. Like, in a week, I won't care. But, like, watching the game, you're like, oh, okay, like – If I'm Ime Udoka, I have things to improve on, which is good. You always want them to improve. That's how you win. But they are playing golf. They are competing with themselves and seeing how they can improve every game.
0: Yes, I agree with you. And like I said, and like what you're getting at, just just win games, right? Like Mm. The higher seed you get, the better, especially considering the higher seed you get, the longer you get home court, right? And you're not going to get home court in the finals if it's the Suns. And this is obviously thinking way ahead here. But if it's anybody else, you have a chance to get home court. Like, how far are the Celtics that far back of the Grizzlies and the Warriors? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess they kind of are. They kind of are. But regardless. If you're in the finals,
1: though, does it go by record? Does it go by what seed you are, unless you're the same seed? Is it the record? I don't know.
0: I would assume so. I don't know. I don't know. Regardless.
1: If it's a one seed against a two seed, I don't know if they
0: give it to the two seed. I don't know how it works. Regardless like just win just win basketball games they've got what nine games left they could theoretically eight games left sorry they could theoretically get up to what is it now 54 and 28 if they win out i would say they'll probably go like 52 and 30 if i just to be generous i think they could win out but just to be generous just to be like you know i have started uh, pounding the kool-aid they will be 54 and 28 I believe you, but if they're five and three and six and two, they've got some tough games up five like, and three would be tough
1: just thinking about it. Like I know, how, I know. how like dominant they've been. And then I, know, if, I know if they all of a sudden go five and three, people are going to be like, I don't, I don't think
0: they'll go on. five and three. You know? I, I think six and two. Up. They, they're
1: starting to lose games now. What's going on? You know what? What I, should we think? We'll have, we'll have. We won't be sitting yeah. down to do a show next week and then be like, "Oh wow, we have nothing to talk about." That's for sure. That's I think happened.
0: six and two or seven and one is a more realistic expectation. I think eight and zero mm-hmm. is definitely in the cards. I think five and three is probably the worst case scenario, which is a pretty good worst case scenario. I will say, considering it is, but, but it's uh, not
1: yeah. like it, it is in terms of. I mean, you'll still get however fifty wins. What are they? Forty five wins now, so they would get 50, with 46. That. 46 46. so they would get 51 wins with that which is good Mm -hmm. and it's fantastic looking where they were but knowing that they lose three games when they are in a race for seeding that's the tough part and it's funny if you pull up the standings which i have frequently been doing which makes just opening the apps more interesting every day because i care who's winning games that the celtics aren't in which is not something that typically happens for me (laughs) um you'll see You can The last 10 thing has become my favorite when looking at the standings because you can really see the progress they're making on these other teams. So over the last 10 games, the Celtics have gained three games on Miami. Over the last 10 games, they've gained three games on Philly. Over the last 10 games, they've only gained one spot on Milwaukee. Milwaukee's been rolling too. Eight and two. So really right now, it looks like they're competing with Milwaukee. And then the other teams have been garbage they've been the like Bulls. chicago 3 and 7, <laughs> cleveland 5 and 5, toronto the raptors four, have been better, but brooklyn 6 and 4, charlotte 7 and 3, atlanta 5 and 5. Yep. I mean, besides that, you're not seeing too much. Like the the last 10 is my measuring stick to just how how well, how much better they've been than other teams is, is yeah. the best way to phrase it.
0: Yeah, no, I I feel you. It, it makes sense and Like I said, I think they have a real chance to move up to that one or two seed, but uh, I guess we'll see.
1: I I love that. I love I have got on the Kool-Aid train there where I want the one seed. I like the idea of the Celtics being home court throughout the Easter Conference playoffs. I think the Garden's a good place for them to play, even though two of their three losses in the last two months have been there rather than the road. Yeah. Yeah. it's a good place for them to play. The atmosphere is great. Obviously, people in there right now are very excited about the team. It's a completely different environment than it was in December, October. That's for sure. You know.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's it's fun to watch again. They're 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 fun to watch again. This uh, is the most excited
1: I have been about a Celtics team for a long period of time. Probably since they were going to the finals, but like in in a bottle. The most excited I've been since the the bubble is because yeah. there there was before the OG shot. I mean, you really could have thought they were gonna win. Like they were just they were doing what they're doing right now, but to teams in playoff series, like they were blowing. They blew up Philly like every game. They blew at Toronto both games of the first uh, the second round, and then they they should have won game three, and then you know they would have probably easily moved on, but instead they got into a dog yeah. fight. So yeah, just keep and- just keep steamrolling teams. It's gonna. I'm it's, more.
0: It's the it's excited the about this team than the bubble team. Oh, me too. Me too.
1: I I think, and we can get into our expectations momentarily. If you did not listen to the pregame, we gave you well. If you listened to the pregame, we gave you a little preview yesterday of how we feel. Yeah. But uh I mean, I I am fully on the Kool Aid. Like I think, I think they can win. I think they can win a title. And I think for me not to be disappointed at this point, they have to make the Eastern conference finals. There are caveats to that. We did kind of touch on that yesterday. There are circumstances where you like kind of throw your hands up and go, ah, whatever. Like, it's like they got unlucky or whatever, but realistically the way this team is playing, they should be able to get themselves at the very least, the Eastern conference finals, barring catastrophe <laughs> matchups and potentially go to the finals and win.
0: I think they can win the finals. Yeah, I think they can legitimately win the NBA finals. And the the caveat you're talking about, I mentioned on the pregame show the other day, like Sam said, say they get matchup. Worst case scenario, and I'm talking absolute worst case, they get one or two. They end up playing Brooklyn. Brooklyn fights them for seven games, which they probably will. If they play Brooklyn, it'll probably be a long series. And then game seven comes around and Kevin Durant just drops like a 50 bomb, doesn't miss, can't do anything like he just he's on Mm -hmm. fire and he wins them the game that's what sam's saying you throw your hands up like well shit brooklyn's that that was ridiculous like that sucks you'd be angry but you wouldn't be angry at the celtics you know what i'm saying you'd just be mad that that happened to them barring that second round is the bare minimum second round i think is the bare minimum and once you get there it starts to get a little more tricky because in theory you'd probably you'd almost certainly have to face one of milwaukee miami or uh philadelphia sorry um which I think the Celtics still could beat any of those teams in a seven game series. And that's where Sam's thing comes into play of, you know, bare minimum Eastern conference finals, because then you probably have to play one of those three teams again. Mm. Um, but for me, second round should be the expectation. First round, you, uh, you, you need to win the first round series, barring that one very niche thing. Yeah, like I you said, need to win. It, it, it's not just Kevin Durant. If it's like, Actually, yeah, it is just – It is just –
1: There's no other circumstance where you should lose in the first round. The way the standings are set up right now, the amount of games that people would have to drop to really move down to where the Celtics would play like a Milwaukee or a Philly in the first round. Unless we're talking –
0: The only other thing that I would consider somewhat acceptable is say DeMar DeRozan drops like 50 a game. like just, And they play good defense. And it couldn't happen. It's very different than KD. But like – and like I said, there's like a two percent chance. But say Demar Derozan just decides he's Michael Jordan. Celtics play great defense. That's the only other somewhat like close thing because you're not going to play a beat.
1: You can <laughs> Chicago is like not even being. First of all, Chicago is garbage against top teams. I know. We and the Celtics about this yesterday. The Celtics shouldn't lose to Chicago. But they I'm shouldn't just lose to Chicago. It would be yeah. But then if we're saying shouldn't, it's unacceptable.
0: I'm just saying, there's no other player in the first round series that has the capability of winning their team's playoff games. DeRozan is the only other one that's borderline, and I don't think he can do it. Do you know what I'm saying? Though, just with the way he's playing this season, he's the only if player. If you get individual. the playoffs
1: by Demar DeRozan right now, <laughs> not
0: not three months ago, right now, it's unacceptable. I I know, I understand. I'm just saying. I was just talking in terms of players that can win their team's playoff series, as in. The Raptors don't have that as in the Cavs don't have that, as in the uh you know that, that's it. As in but the Raptors and Cavs don't
1: have it. level of teams do not have that, yes. Exactly the lower but seeds. Do I, not have I, that. And
0: I don't think the Bulls have that either. But I'm just saying DeRozan I would consider on the borderline just because of the season he's been having. But, yes, outside of Brooklyn, there's no team you should lose to in the first round. Right. Second round is where things start to get tricky because the Celtics could potentially lose to Miami, Milwaukee, or Philadelphia. I don't and think they're then, losing to Miami. I'm starting to I get know.
1: even more confident on that after it's, yesterday. Yeah. And they, they, Miami, I mean, you can say what you want about yesterday. Teams get into arguments or whatever, but they lost to Golden State who didn't have anyone playing, and then Monday... They lost to Philly before they lost to Philly who had no one playing for them except Maxie. So those are two games where Miami dropped to teams that aren't even at full strength in with the playoffs approaching. And they got in a big public like argument. It took them a long time to get anyone to the podium after the game yesterday. Yep. Yep. I mean, you want to talk about dysfunction. Looks like we got some.
0: They look like the early season Celtics.
1: <laughs> they look like the 2019 Celtics.
0: Yes. That's a, it's uh, a and again. comparison.
1: There's a lot of players on the team that are very good. Jimmy, and, Kyle Lowry, Bam, uh, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. There are a, a lot of one of the Morris twins still on the team, right? Markieff, yeah. Yes, he's on the team. Oladipo's on the team. They are a deep team with a lot of guys that have throughout their careers played larger roles than they currently have. Like there is a mm. lot. To that, where they the, could
0: implode, I will say it's a one time incident. We haven't seen it at all from the Heat yet, it so it could be nothing. And Spolster after the game said, Yeah, we just disagreed. Blah blah blah. He said, He, he, he made a funny. joke. He was like, He was very funny. That, they asked him about it. He was like, Yeah, we were asking each other where we, where we wanted to go for dinner, and we disagreed. And he was being sarcastic, but I don't know, man. Two bad wow, voice crack. Holy shit, two bad losses uh for the Miami Heat in a row. They're dropping games, and they and it's not just the Celtics catching them. Like you said, it's the Sixers catching them, and it's the Bucks mm-hmm. catching them. They're 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 in real danger of falling out of that one seed, which maybe they'd prefer so they don't have to play Brooklyn. But uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, well, scary. Times another thing about Miami
1: is I've said this time and time again: the Celtics in the one game that both teams were healthy blew them out. That was at Miami, and then they blew them out the other game. But Miami didn't have anyone playing. Miami will be in town next Wednesday. At the Garden, we'll all get to see another look at that. And after that, I think we can all make more of a judgment. I'm hesitant to make judgment really off of one game, but it's what we have right now to look at. So this season, they have had their way with Miami. Yes. They've also had their way with Milwaukee for the last two years, which I keep Mm -hmm. saying.
0: And outside of that one game, they've played pretty well
1: against Philadelphia, too. (laughs) I'm just... See, but... I keep saying that too, like we, we don't Hart. know yet. It's we don't James know. Hart. They they have a different team now, they have a different way they do things. But yes, uh, they are two and two against the Sixers this year. One of the losses came with Cantor guarding Embiid bead for the entire game. And the Celtics had to choke that game for Philly to win. It was not yes. a real uh game where it was back and forth. It was the Celtics were up in the fourth quarter uh Danny Green got an offensive rebound which turned into a three and then they couldn't score for the rest of the game and then they lost which doesn't happen anymore they they are pretty good at scoring and I'm not even sure any of these other teams besides really Miami are even that great defensively yeah I don't even know how good Miami is but I think Miami's defense is typically their calling card
0: Miami is a top five defense, but um, Philly
1: is not a defensive juggernaut. Milwaukee has fallen off this year defensively. Chicago is not. Lonzo Ball has been out, which hurts them. I mean, mm-hmm. Brooklyn Cleveland's is not really a good. defensive juggernaut. Cleveland's well, Jared good. Allen's good. out
0: for them. They're still they're still up there, but yeah, um, yeah. The Celtics are the best defense in the East by far. Uh, the next best defensive teams are all at West: Phoenix, Golden State, uh, Dallas. But yeah. and I, I truly feel like. Two things when you playoff series, it's good defense,
1: and it's superstars that'll get you over the finish line.
0: You see my TikTok because that's what I said in my TikTok. Did video. you say that? I did. No, I, here I did I'll, not. Play I'll play it for you okay. verbatim. Hold up, I'll play it. Uh, for those listening, I'll promote it. I'm on TikTok now, making some content. Uh, Jack Simone NBA. Jack's horn himself out over there. Hey man, hey man, we've got views. We got 200k views on the first TikTok about Herb Jones. Uh, I wrote to I... win an NBA championship. Right. What do I? Let's turn our attention to the top three Celtics. team in the NBA that a standout. Great defense and star players.
1: Yep, there you go. I said You're it absolutely verbatim. right. Yep. I mean, we're we're verbatim in agreement.
0: And I, I listened the, the TikTok. I listened the
1: TikTok. Far and away the best defense in the league. And Tatum's playing out of his mind. Jalen Brown's, again, coming back. I mean, he's been great lately. You know, he had a hiccup there, but he's been great. Marcus Smart has been great. Rob Williams has been great. Al Horford has been great without having to do a lot statistically, but he's Mm -hmm. blocking shots. He's making big shots. I think, you know, the bench, Grant Pritchard, uh, Derek white, Derek white has found his footing a bit uh, over the last week after really struggling from deep made a couple yesterday against Utah. I mean, they had entice has been great. They have a very deep rotation, especially um, inside, which is good if you play in B because you're going to have to throw bodies at him. So you can trust Tice to play defense. You can trust Grant Williams to play defense. You can trust Al Horford to play defense. You trust Rob to play defense. Those guys to different extents, of course. I mean, I don't want Tice yeah. trying his best the whole game, but if you have to put him in the game, it's not going to hurt you. It's not putting cancer in the game.
0: Exactly, and that's the key. And you look at the past three champions. The Bucs were a top-10 defense. They had Giannis. The Lakers were a top-3 defense. They had LeBron. The Raptors were a top-5 defense. They had Kawhi. It's a pattern, right? You see a clear pattern. Bad defenses don't win championships. You can win a championship with a bad offense. Lakers were like 16th in offense their championship season, but they had LeBron James and a good defense. And the Celtics aren't a great offense, but they're still climbing up towards the top 10 for the season, I believe. And they have the best defense in the league with a superstar player getting hot at the playoffs. Like, where are the Celtics in terms of offensive rating on the season? Because at the start of the year, they were bottom five, right? And now they're sitting at 11th. They're the 11th best offense in the NBA this season.
1: And and that's that before- for the whole season, and they were bad for the first half. And not only is that, but they have, what, the second biggest point differential per game or net Secondest rating for the whole season? like On the season? Phoenix,
0: Their net rating on the season is second, yeah, to Phoenix. Yeah, and that's with them being garbage for the first half. It's crazy. And, and to put that into perspective, for the first half of the season, from October 1st to December 31st, the Celtics' offense was – Let's see, where does it rank? Oh, shit, I didn't hit refresh. I was like, what? That can't be right. Or maybe, oh, it's because I'm looking at net rating. Yeah, the Celtics offense for the first half of the season was 20th. Yeah, it's and bad. they've climbed all the way up towards the top 10. So, I mean, big difference here. The Celtics are a good offense now and the best defense. And I mean, is it great? Is there any team in the championship? We'll just talk about it. We've talked about East matchups. Is there any team from the West that scares you more than the rest?
1: That's hard because the sample size is less like. I don't know. I for some reason, I'm not afraid of Phoenix, but I don't see Phoenix a lot. You know what I mean? Like Phoenix. Yeah. Phoenix is a very good team. They have good pieces. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Mikhail you know Bridges, don't want to play? DeAndre
0: Eaton. Who? Please don't give me Dallas. I just don't want to. See oh, I agree. Luka. Yeah. I have just... no interest in that. You're absolutely <laughs> it, right. It's probably unlikely. I, I think the Dallas could the Mavs could get there with Dallas Luka, might but end like... up in
1: the play-in. Are you or, on drugs?
0: Them or uh Denver. Who which Denver. One is six?
1: Denver. Denver six. All
0: right. Yeah, yeah Dallas could Got get the four confused. seed. Dallas is tied with the Jazz for the four seed. They're right, climbing I made De- a mistake. I was like, hello? No, yeah. De- but uh, Denver's a game. Really, a up the, the
1: uh the praise was meant for Minnesota, who has been playing really well. Lost to yes. Phoenix yesterday.
0: Two game losing streak for Minnesota, but they, they've they been on fire lately for oh, sure. Let's they're- hope
1: they're cooled off coming to town someday. No in, no so, interest you know. in seeing them lose to Minnesota
0: mean, I, good team though. It's going to be, I think it'll be a good game. Then again, I said that about the jazz. I said, I said the jazz would be a good game too. So I don't really know if it, it is a game.
1: good game. They better win.
0: I, I would love
1: to see a good game and have mm-hmm. them win. That would be like, that's the only thing today talking about. We've been like, listen, like the sample size is not there to say they're dominant in clutch game because they're not like, that's the one Achilles heel. This team has, even then they still have a winning record in the five clutch games they've had to play over the last three months or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So and if you're in one I believe win. give us some reassurance.
0: And one of those at least one of those clutch games, both Rob and Smart were out.
1: The Pistons won. Right. So you can make it three yeah. and one if you want. But it's still the Pistons. But regardless, Cade Cunningham got away with a travel <laughs> game and then the Grant <laughs> hit the game winner. But yeah, you are playing unreal basketball and if you i don't even know the clutch is what like the last five minutes right if you i don't know if there's a way to filter it but i'm sure if you filtered games that were close going into the fourth quarter their record would be much better which is also part of winning like clutch to me is the whole fourth quarter i know it's not statistically like that's not what they define it as but there have been games that have been a brawl for the first three quarters when they were in Charlotte. That game was a pain in the ass. The Celtics didn't even play well. And then Tatum came out and said, you know what, we're going to put an end to this, and they won by 20. Like, that, to me, is still impressive. That is, to me, a close game still, for most of it. I mean, they were battling the whole game. They stayed in the game. They didn't fall behind. And when the time was right, they went out and won the game.
0: No, yeah, I I agree with you. I, I think it speaks to... How far they've come, because like you said, they weren't even close on those games at the start of the season. So yeah, man, I, I don't know what else there is to say. Like the Celtics are just they're just killing teams. It's it's they are it's a great thing. It, it's it, a it, shame, it's a shame Tatum couldn't put
1: together a whole season because he'd he would be the he would be the MVP. He would be. Before the He's season, all... that's what I was saying. I was saying if you can bet on it, bet Tatum for MVP. And then mm-hmm. for three months I looked like an ass. And then the last three months I've looked like genius. <laughs> if he if he puts together a whole season and the team does well he might be the mvp and still what would you say denver's six yeah if they fall in the play-in it's probably going to be Embiid because he's done it the whole season and i still don't think tatum should be the mvp i I can't justify it just because do it the whole year and jack this is a guy i was was arguing with you that he
0: shouldn't be an all-star yeah which is was still crazy at the time (laughs) but uh yeah i get very opinionated
1: i I do not have any uh listen i die on my hills man if the team's not winning i don't think you should be recognized for your unreal performance it's like (laughs) people are like having a circle jerk for lebron just like we're having for the celtics today because he's scoring all these points but like they keep losing he didn't play yesterday when they lost to philly of course why would he if lebron but,
0: james gets first team all mba i'll be pissed
1: yeah i'm sorry so your bad. team's 10 11 games under 500 if the celtics were that i wouldn't be praising tatum i'd be saying he shouldn't be getting recognized they are bad you might be saying sam sorry you know, i these <laughs> the rest of his team's bad like i don't care i don't care fine um, scored 30 points a game but you're not winning i don't care
0: what I was going to say is I don't think Tatum will get first team on NBA either, but not because he doesn't deserve it, but because I think there are players that are more deserving and he'll get bumped to second team. Oof. I think what will end up I'm just happening I'm going to again. One sec.
1: Gonna... All right. There he goes. Sneeze. I'm dying.
0: I'm dying, people. I'm sorry. I think they'll bump be to a forward spot and put him at the, at the first team because let's be honest. Both of them deserve not, to be first though. team. I know he's not. But Jokic and Embiid both That's deserve. Fair. That is fair, though. Okay, then who's they both the other deserve forward? it? Giannis. Giannis. Giannis.
1: All right. Which well, I they, they be should be able to bump Tatum to a guard. Then
0: I agree. Tatum should be first team, I think, but I think he'll get second if he's not on any team. Then it's rigged. Then <laughs> something is wrong. But um. Oh, he'll be on a yeah. team. I mean, the guy. Think... The guy is literally like. A setting the world on fire he'll be on. i think team. the better question is does rob get onto a defensive team
1: if he doesn't that's criminal it's a joke if he doesn't get on a i agree team.
0: but if he gets voted as a center then there's arguments for you know rudy over him bam over him and beat over him which they just i beat disagree with by
1: them. like 100
0: <laughs> i know but gobert is gonna get first team that's how life works like that's just how no works.
1: they rob should absolutely be first team marcus smart should be first team. They both should have a shout for the award. Tatum should they be won't. second team. Tatum, I mean, you could put take your pick could be on either of the teams on, on the starting lineup. Jalen yeah. Brown plays fine defense. Al Horford, Horford. doesn't really get enough credit uh, league-wide, but he does great. He's I mean, been a huge piece of why this team has improved
0: this year defensively. I agree. Off the dome, I'll give you my teams. And again, this is like uh Off the dome, I'm going to look at my old uh, Defensive Player of the Year ladders that I put out. But um, let's see, NBA Depoy Ladder 22. Did I put one out? Hold up, hold up. I'm selling. Okay, yeah. So if I had to guess, I'd go smart on first team with... The guard is like – it's up for grabs outside of Marcus Smart. Maybe like you put CP on there, but he's been hurt. Um, Tybal would be a good bet. Tybal on first team would be great. Or Drew Holiday even. Um, even though Drew, Drew Holiday is having a bad year as well. But Smart on first team probably with Tybal as the other guard unless you want to count him as a as a forward. Is Tybal a forward? Mm, I'd say he's a guard. All right. So then I would go Marcus Smart, Matisse, Tybal as the guards. I'd put uh, Giannis, I think, regard like, I know they're not a great team, and I don't think he should win the depoy, but he's on an all-defensive first team. He's been great. I think I mean, they, Giannis. They
1: have the same record as the Celtics. Like They they're they have a better winning percentage than the Celtics.
0: I'm Isn't that defensive. funny? Oh, okay, De-
1: great defensive team. Okay, all right,
0: yes. <laughs> yeah, I meant that. Yep. Um, and then I think it's a toss-up between Jaron Jackson Jr. and Macau Bridges for the other forward spot, and whoever doesn't get it will get second team. And then I think Gobert will probably end up as the first-team center. And then for guards on the second team, I mean, hell, guards is – I mean, chalk it up. Maybe you, you throw – shit, I don't know, man. Uh, fucking Gary Trent Jr. could be on the second team because he's leading the league in steals. He's been filthy on that side of the ball. So you throw him there and then you put um, – yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know, Chris Paul – uh, or Kyle Lowry could make the second team all defense uh, or Drew Holiday. One of those three. We'll get the other to spot. Um, and then you put the other of Mikael and Jared Jackson. I think you throw Jason Tatum as well, or Draymond. I think Draymond has to be on a team. I, I know he's missed time, but I think he deserves to be on a team regardless. He's been that good. Okay. Um, he deserves to be on the team or Evan Mobley. One of those guys. That'd be something um, as
1: a rookie if he made the first. Filthy penalty. or, or even, one of the defensive teams.
0: Even Herb Jones, he's been that good. And then I think Robert Williams deserves that second center spot. There's arguments. For Rob Williams should be
1: openers. on one of those teams at the very. He should probably be on the first, but he won't be. Like from yes. what you're saying, I kind of agree, Not agree with the uh, the logic. Results, you agree with? I, the, I agree with yeah. the logic. Like they will because they're just scrubs. The people that vote on this, like <laughs> yeah. it's just it, the whole thing's a joke. The, the awards are a joke. It's not well defined. Everybody has different measurements, including us. Like you, you value guys differently than I do. And I, I put a lot of it into winning, um, yep. which I think is important. I don't think you're one of the best players if your team's not winning. I'm sorry.
0: And that's valid. I just don't think there's any set rules. So they just kind of wing it, which is. They are you know, not.
1: It, but... There are no set rules.
0: But, yeah, I mean, I don't – oh, the last thing I did want to mention was uh see Deuce smack Marcus Marcus yes. last night. <laughs> I like
1: that. I thought that was great. Also, one thing before we go, the Deuce. coach of the year um, thing. Ah, uh, yes. I, I'm starting to really think it should be I Doka. I in and, and here's why. One, yeah. I'm biased. Two, <laughs> the team – you can truly see – the impact he has had on this team. Yeah. They were no good. They were not playing well, you know, losing games, choking games, you name it, they were doing it negatively. And he's got them playing like a well-oiled machine. I mean, they the the in-season turnaround that he has been at the helm of as the coach, he deserves credit for. It. Just like they now I don't think it's correct that coaches get the blame when the team's bad, but when they are good, and they have gone through a change mid-season
0: and improved. I think they deserve get some credit for that. I agree. I think that's kind of what coaching is. I agree, and I think I, I've said this many times. I think it will be Monty Williams, and you can't really argue it. Uh, they have I think the best Mon-
1: record. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I, think- I won't have a fit now if it's somebody <laughs> like uh, Malone there in Denver, something like that, where they're you know no. near the play and I'm not saying that's a name that's been thrown around. I don't know what I'm talking about. No. Can I Google it? Coach?
0: <laughs> Jeez, I couldn't get the oh, lead bless you. <laughs> Coach, of the <laughs> Coach of the year NBA, NBA betting odds. I wonder what it's looking at. If I had to guess, I'd say.
1: Is it on the Twin River app? Let's see. How well do we the do only, here Rhode Island? The
0: only person I think will piss you off is if J.B. Bickerstaff wins because they've fallen off. My man.
1: Funny, dude. The, oh, no, 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 no. Cleveland. Yeah. No, no, no. He should not win. <laughs> You're absolutely right. But no but I, guy, think, I think I think he deserves
0: to be I think Bickerstaff deserves to be in consideration I agree. just because of where the Cavs were last year with a very similar I agree. Roster. He was also the coach last year, but that's yes. neither here nor there. Okay, right. so right now Monty Williams is one. He's the favorite by a lot, minus a thousand.
1: Yeah.
0: Eric Spolster is next, plus seven hundred. Taylor Jenkins is third plus eight hundred. JB Bickerstaff plus a thousand. Yudoka is next up plus fifteen hundred. Then there's Billy Donovan, Steve Kerr, Doc Rivers, uh, Michael Malone, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I think Point Chris River Finch app is no
1: good. It, no, I, uh, no awards you can bet on. Only, only futures, only uh,
0: winners. where is Celtic standing in terms of finals uh, favorites? Hold on, let me put this in real. Quick. I also think Chris Finch deserves some more credit. I don't think he'll get close, but what Minnesota's done this year is really great too. So, I think he should be further up on that That's list. Have Sorry. No worries. So I'm curious to see. I, if I had to guess, I'm going to guess right now. I would say that Celtics are probably fourth or fifth in terms of title odds right now. And I want to see where I'm at. If I had to guess, I think Suns would be number one. I believe one. they
1: talked about this on the radio today. Uh, it goes so. Phoenix plus 350, Golden State think, plus 600, okay. Brooklyn plus 550, Milwaukee wow. plus 650, Philadelphia plus 70, 750, Miami plus 1000, Boston plus 1400.
0: Okay. I understand, so they said it, but...
1: hey everybody at the top of the east is better than the Celtics," is what they
0: said and Brooklyn. yeah they said brook yeah was better. that's kind of crazy to me <laughs> i mean i understand it but i don't know man that's kind of wild i may have to put a wager on this actually send it all right this is pissing me off every time
1: <laughs> can you hear this can you hear the thing like making the noise on my computer because my ipad's plugged in
0: no, I can't. That's funny though. Um Yeah, it makes like this I dinging
1: it. noise. It's like, "Hey, can we <laughs> access your photos and videos?" Yeah. yeah and I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." And then like 10 seconds later, it's asking me again. It's like, "Just double checking, yeah. like, can we?" And I'm like, "Yeah, go for it." Classic. Classic. I just put $20 on the cell Celtics. There you,
0: <laughs> there you go. How much would that pay out?
1: Uh, 280.
0: There you go. There you go. Anyways, that's all I had for today. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we get on out of here?
1: No, you guys should all be very happy. We got 50 minutes out of a show where Jack sat down and said, I don't know what we're going to talk about.
0: <laughs> this is true. Also, other news Chris Paul is probable tonight. So, uh,
1: who are they playing?
0: They're playing Denver. I don't good care. game. Could be a good game. I'm just saying it's big for the playoffs. The, in general, the Easter Paul.
1: is not involved. I don't care.
0: I'm just saying for the playoffs in general, Chris Paul being back is huge. And if the Celtics make it that far, that will also be huge. But uh, I mean, good for yeah, anything, anyways, anything else? Like I said, you oh want to say yes, uh,
1: Dwayne Wade was at the game yesterday and on the broadcast, they said they were cheering for him. So if you were there and you're clapping for Dwayne Wade, shame on you. You should have been booed. <laughs> I was very upset. I wanted to tweet about it, but I was like, no one's going to care that I'm yelling at a cloud, but you should not cheer for Dwayne. Wade. No, no, you can't do that. I like that. Dwayne. That is bad Celtics fan
0: behavior. I love Dwayne Wade.
1: I mean, you shouldn't. You shouldn't like yell at him and like say mean things to him either. But you should boo him. You should just say, just I like, like Dwayne- they did to Isaiah Thomas at the KG thing. They should have gave him the same
0: treatment. Yeah, I like Dwayne Wade fan. Yeah, he He's cool guy. His arm. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh that's all I got for today. Uh that's all for us. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Uh sorry it's been a while since our last podcast. You got busy. Celtics were playing a bunch of games. Tough week, but, uh, man.
1: Like there's just a bunch of games. Week. We we try and drop these when uh there's a break so we don't drop it and then it's irrelevant. So, yeah. Here we are. You got 5 days to listen to us. There you go. While yeah. you throw your thumbs in between
0: games. Yes sir. But uh yeah, thank you guys for listening. I'll throw it over to Sam. Appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thank you guys very much for listening or watching. If you're watching on YouTube, you're likely on Bannertown or Guy Boston. Subscribe if you are. If you're on Guy Boston, you can catch us, an assortment of Jack, me, KJ, or Tim doing the pre-games before uh, every game, a half hour. We've uh, gone on a little early lately just because we're all on the Kool-Aid so much or we're having silly conversations that you guys should be a part of. Uh, We always appreciate the people that show up there too. It's a lot of fun. If you're on Streaming service, follow us there. You can get the new podcasts every time, just in case Jack forgets to tweet them, which does happen. Uh, he's always very good about it, though. He does all the editing, so he deserves the credit. <laughs> but yeah, you can follow I'm Jack. I'm trying,
0: man. Come on, Jack is very
1: busy. <laughs> you can catch all his work at Jackson One NBA on Twitter. If you want to see me complain, you can follow me at santa Sam. Yeah.